www.staggeringstories.net, podcast series one, number 34, Exorcising Magpie. from the rotting vegetation of our subconsciousness and reaching the top of the swamp and erupting a monumental burp of creativity, it's the Staggering Stories podcast number 34. Are we allowed to say burp? This is some of the vocabulary he's coming out with. There's a lot of erupting. There there. was. There There was. was. (laughs) The hidden tension there coming to the surface, I think. Yes. (laughs) Oh, 34. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> We're over a third of the way there now to yeah. 100. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are. Anyway, I'm crumbly. I'm in a funny mood. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm Adam. <laughs> and I am the real Keith. No, you're not. Aren't I? No. What am I then? Stop. Don't answer that. Don't answer that. Pseudo Keith. Loaded question. Uh, yeah. Anyway, leaping right into the fray, it's news with El Presidente. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who news. Mm. There well, is some. <laughs> well, not really. It's been scraping the barrel once. Okay. Um, Again. Yeah. Passon Joseph, the uh, person who may be Doctor Eleven, but maybe not, has been interviewed by the Guardian, UK newspaper of some repute, left wing, particularly for misspelling, I believe. <laughs> uh, he says any actor would love the challenge of being the Doctor. <laughs> which I don't know. What, does that mean anything? Is that some no. kind of code? No, <laughs> yeah. probably not. He's obviously in the uh, new Survivors, as we mentioned uh, yes, two three podcasts time. ago. Yeah, uh, but is apparently the bookie's favourite to be the new Doctor. Mm. But he says on that, I'm afraid I can't make any comment. And it goes on to comment, I'm not a gambler. <laughs> I don't approve of gambling unless it's for the Grand National. Oh. I don't quite know why the Grand National's different. But mm, he's being diplomatic. I don't know why he had to mention gambling at all. Is yeah. <laughs> mm. well, well, I think it's a case for this, is that, like us, they're getting desperate for any Doctor Who news. Because I've, I've read, yes. a, I read on the web somebody's been interviewing Philip Maddock about really? uh, who's going to be the next Doctor. God, he was uh, in the original ex- Dalek film. Yeah, his original Dalek film. The last, the last thing yeah. I think he was in was Brain of Morbius. He's yes. another one I, hear, I assumed was dead. No, no, he is, he's getting very old, but he's still with us. So, you know, it shows how desperate they're getting. Mm, yeah. yeah you know, there is nothing coming out of the Who camp at the moment. Everybody seems to be interviewing Passon Joseph. I keep seeing yeah, bits he, with yeah, him I think, everywhere. I think it's because he's odds on favourite. keep seeing moment. bits mm. of him everywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bit of a head. <laughs> Having seen him in Survivors, though, I'm much more impressed than I was when he was in, um, what was it, The Long game oh yes which annoyed me intensely but in survivors he's not bad he's good i have to go back to my comment on that he was playing an annoying character so that shows how good an actor he was Mm. (laughs) as i say i mean my money is is on him being in the next doctor i I think it's probably too obvious too obvious a choice now he's he's the favorite yeah Yeah. i think it's a cunning ploy by the bbc it tends to be something out of left field you think they're actually interviewing joanna lumley behind the scenes (laughs) (laughs) Mm. more on this later 
done. <laughs> There's a, a small addendum, which I... I yes. Th- it was the Saturday's Telegraph. Okay. You nib. read the Telegraph? I was in the coffee shop, and it was the only paper there, so All I was right. looking through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had a few comments from uh, Jonathan Miller, who's a, a, a Shakespearean director, mm. wanting to know why we need this man from Doctor Who to be in... in uh, <laughs> that, oh, that's the direct, direct quote, right, yeah. That man from Star Trek. The, the man yeah. from Doctor Who to be in... Uh, <laughs> Patrick Stewart, do they? Because yeah. he happens to be a very good actor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, I mean, both their backgrounds were in Shakespearean acting anyway. Well, exactly, yeah. 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 yeah so, so I can't see why he's complaining. I think there's a little bit of snobbyish. Yeah. Oh, good grief, and then some. Yeah. Yeah. But, but talking of Hamlet, uh, Tennant apparently is that holding real bone in his head. Oh, yes! Oh, yes. Skull, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I read that. A yeah. guy called Tchaikovsky. <laughs> left what, the Tchaikovsky? No, no not okay. the Tchaikovsky. Left his body to medical science except for his skull, which he left to the Royal Shakespeare Company. Company on the understanding that it would be used in mm. Hamlet mm. and David Tennant's the first actor to have mm. the guts to actually Apparently use a real stuck, skull. Apparently it was yeah. stuck in a cupboard for about 20 odd years. Something like that, mm. yeah. yeah. He died Usually in the 80s. Yeah. Speaking of Hamlet again, yeah. on the off chance that perhaps they may have missed a whole row of tickets for sale I, <laughs> yeah, I jumped <laughs> online and had a look and Royal Shakespeare Company sold out, their assigned theatre agent is sold out but they said there are still some tickets available on Ticketmaster. So I nipped have you seen the price? Uh, yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. Um, for two seats up in the gods, mm-hmm. you're going to pay £286. Mm, yeah. And mm, for yeah. one seat in the rear stalls, I think it was, you're going to pay 290 uh, Yeah. I mean, yeah. what happened to bringing culture to the masses? Who on earth can afford that? Not that I'm at all well, bitter about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Who can justify that anyway? 40 is a different matter, actually. Well, if you can't justify it, you can't afford it. <laughs> Buffy news. Mm. Ooh, we like Buffy. Yes, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a rumour going round that Buffy is going to be made into a film, according mm. to an Australian newspaper. Yeah. yeah. It's the Herald Sun, so, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's probably the equivalent of the Daily Star. People, for, for people who move their lips when they read. I'm not sure about this one, but I think Sarah Michelle Geller has, has shown an interest in, in returning to Buffy, so I think this is... Well, well, wishful for him. Mm, yeah, a few million in her direction might change her yeah, mind. Exactly. She's not doing much at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't think she's had uh, been in anything for a little while, has she? Mm. Can't think of anything uh, she's been in, actually. Uh, Scooby-Doo. 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 Oh, uh, Scooby-Doo. The Grudge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, name two things straight away. You know. <laughs> <laughs> See if I care. <laughs> That's where Buffy started, of course. Yeah. So. yeah what was her name? Christy Swanson. Christy mm-hmm. Swanson, right. yeah. Which I, I know it gets panned, but I really, really enjoyed that. There was that. something was, in there. It was a nice... Absolutely Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Everything seems to be going vampires at the moment. I mean, we've got yes. that, that new film coming up, Twilight. Yeah, doing very well. EastEnders recently. EastEnders? EastEnders. <laughs> what, is that, that, that was a new one on me. I didn't see that particular episode. It's back to, it's back to the Indian burial ground under the parking lot, isn't no, it? No, it's, co- it's in the cellar of the Queen Vic. Oh, right. Yeah. right. That's the weird. dead are rising. <laughs> what, Den Watts is a vampire? He's done it before. Oh, right. <laughs> he wants to suck your... Uh... That's yes. enough. <laughs> <laughs> fill in fill in the word that old president <laughs> missing words around didn't get a chance to say <laughs> didn't want to say there's going to be um, no second series of bone kickers oh. yeah on account of it being rubbish <laughs> minor technicality that hasn't stopped them before the, um, mm. some of the ratings well, they, they were getting close to 7 million for the first episode yeah. and yeah. then it dropped really s- sort of abruptly to 3.2 million yes, yes. well I think 
the problem with that it wasn't too sure where to pitch itself, you know. No. Yeah, was it, was it, is it supernatural or, or is it a crime yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah, See, the first episode, which was very supernatural orientated, I thought was rather good. Yeah. And then it kind of lost itself. Yeah. So they should have stuck with that. They should have done. They yeah. should have done. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nanny McPhee and the Big Bang. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Apparently Emma Thompson, sorry about that, but Emma Thompson <laughs> has decided to um, pass on the last Harry Potter film. Films. Um, she's going to reprise her role as Nanny McPhee in Nanny McPhee and the Big, Big Bang. Bang. Right. Which has an 18 certificate. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't really. Is, is that the working title or is that the actual... Uh... So who's her co-star, Randy McStag? <laughs> <laughs> well, so she doesn't actually have a lot to do in the last book, does she? She was in there. But she's not a, a major... Not a principal no. character. They're going to have to ignore half the book anyway to get it all in the films. So, well, they're yeah. doing it in two parts, aren't they? Mm. Yes, yeah. they are. So it's two more Harry Potter films. Real Keith has got to come and see. We. <laughs> Some news that's not on our little list. Oh, yeah. Apparently Batman has been killed off. Ooh. Ooh. Bruce yep. Wayne is a stiffy. He's pushing yes. up the daisies. Shuffled off this mortal, mortal coil. coil. Gone to join the choir invisible. Shut up. Sorry. Okay. I was going to do the power, dead power. Adam West. Yes. No, not no, Why does no. everyone assume Adam West has died? Hasn't no. he? <laughs> well, he's died a couple of times on stage. Yeah. But he's and still recently alive. in Family Guy. Oh, yes. Yeah, he plays no. Mayor West in Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, Bruce Wayne. The is, character, Bruce Wayne. Is wow. no longer Batman. He is a mm. daddy. Hmm. This is um, one of the most embarrassing things that's happened to me at work recently was discussing with a fellow geek the possibility of Nightwing taking over from Bruce Wayne to film the wings of Batman and being approached by my boss who earwigged on the conversation and asked me quote could you be a bigger geek unquote <laughs> I'm sure I've got a case there for some sort of bullying but you know mm, I don't know I don't believe it you don't believe being, it being killed off in comics means nothing yeah. well, well, there's, always, there's always the reset button he'd be dead for a few issues <laughs> maybe but a couple of years how will they bring him back uh, time vortex um, manipulator yeah. genetic manipulation ring. <laughs> <laughs> The head of Pertwee. Mm. We haven't said hello to the head of Pertwee. Hello, Hello, head of Pertwee. Talking about pushing up the daisies. Yes. Pushing daisies has been cancelled. Oh. Which I've never seen, to be honest. But, uh, uh, that, was a, that was not bad. That was a, a quirky, sort of weird one. I think that's probably the reason why it was cancelled. It made it to one half seasons or whatever. It, yeah. It's got yeah. 13 this season. Mm. Yeah. But ratings have been dropping off pretty substantially, apparently, and uh, it's got the Evo. Oh. It's mm. a shame. It's now pushing up daisies. Mm. Which is yeah. surprising when things yeah. like mm. Knight Rider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get a full which season. I, on which I do find very surprising. <laughs> yeah. From what I've seen of pushing up daisies, it was different, inventive, new, mm. coming at things from a completely left field. You can't possibly go having new ideas. No, exactly. God, no. Not when there's Knight Rider to be remade. Sorry, mm. reimagined. <laughs> Rejigged. Whatever. <Yeah>. Rebooted. <laughs> Again, Pushing Daisies over here suffered from the old bugger, we can shift it around an yeah. extra half hour if we want, no one will notice well, they, they, syndrome. I think they dropped the entire second episode. Yeah, oh, yes. There was something about yeah. that, yes. Oh, do you say that? They do that with Merlin. They do. Isn't yeah. it annoying? Yeah, was it 7.30 last Saturday? Yeah. yeah. I don't know it's anyone. Been it's been everything from 5.50 to 7.30. I mean, sort it out. Yes, terrible. I thought they did it badly with Doctor Who. Well, no. It's not been no, quite that bad. No, this is it's getting ridiculous. Yeah. A bit like Richard Wilson's wig. <laughs> <laughs> well, a wig is a mop head. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that 
nothing at the back was the thing that held the handle. <laughs> no, it's still loving Merlin, though. Yeah. It's, it's not too bad. It's There's something in it that's still dragging me back. It's not yeah, Doctor the guy who plays no, Merlin. No. Mm. <laughs> He's quite sweet. Sorry. I'm looking daggers at you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't see the microphones in the way. Uh, Any other news? Oh, Tim Kring offers an apology. Again? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it certainly looks like it. Um, he's suffering from foot and mouth disease, apparently. Oh, oh dear. Oh, yeah. Cull yeah. him, then. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, he has branded people who use DVRs as being poor saps or even dickheads. I mean, that's apparently that's set the internet forums ablaze with um, righteous outrage, that has. Mm, yes. Mm, it was made while trying to explain the rise in DVR and online audience for the show. Yeah, Kring said in an open letter to fans. Mm, and he went on to say how it's getting to the point where watching the show on the air is relegated to the poor Sapson mm, can I say this word no dip sh you know what's <laughs> who can't f- figure out how to program their DVRs mm, apparently it's rather yeah, rather a groveling apology he tried being cute and apparently it just turned out being plain insulting and stupid he further says I truly never meant to suggest anything bad about our audience yeah <laughs> that's she didn't it's it's in enough trouble at the moment so sort of alienating your audience well is yeah the best yeah. course of action two of the producers have been fired a few weeks yeah. back a couple and- of the writers mm. are gone now yeah. let's just call our audience names yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, head that's straight it. off down the dole office that's not good at all <laughs> and um, further papering over the cracks he says um, no one cares more about the fans than we do at Heroes <laughs> no one appreciates them more than me uh, he said that's why he calls them the D word <laughs> <laughs> we are grateful for whatever way people are finding our show now more than ever of course you are because you're losing them mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, I think he's committed a slight faux pas there yes. I think he has yeah. well yeah in fact last season was it there was a little campaign I think for uh, Bastard Galactica trying to get the fans to watch it live yeah. rather than on DVR that way they don't fall through the adverse yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he did that well I don't think no because everybody's DVRs these, particularly these programmes yeah. Heroes Battlestar these right. are the people who, who will have a DVR generally yeah. the viewers and and certainly with Battlestar and Heroes there is an arc mm. to it so you watch them in bulk so you can get the arc yeah, yeah. you yeah. watch them all at once and but, apparently on Heroes the uh, advert quotient is uh, particularly high yeah kind of oh, five that, minutes to five yeah, minutes yeah that American finish. habit of a sentence finished let's put an advert break in mm, so the poor old it. listener yeah. can catch up certainly I've seen a couple of them you're into the second advert break and the credits are still flashing past yeah, the screen I mm. never yeah. understood that mentality it's highly annoying it's starting to happen here isn't it it's yeah. quite yeah, so, so bad so yeah. on Sky no, yeah. we can, we can I mean, criticise the BBC all we want but at least you can watch your programme yeah. without I have someone noti- trying to sell I, you something yeah. I have noticed it on ITV4 it's becoming quite prevalent on there yeah. I mean when watching Sanctuary I mean they have the, the um, opening credits and about five minutes of action and then that's it so, yeah, so we'll be right back yeah. yes. I mean that's it I've stopped watching certain things like uh, West Wing and Battlestar Galactica I don't watch them when they were aired I bought the box sets and yeah. watched the DVDs yeah yeah. and things like Sky you pay a subscription as well on top you, yeah. it's still subjected to yeah. millions of adverts it's Sorry, a bad so. world it is any other news anything about George Takai oh yes he, he's young, still in there he's still in the jungle <laughs> mm, yes. yeah. hanging on is he oh he certainly is <laughs> apparently him and Joe they're hitting it off <laughs> who is Joe Joe, uh, Joe Swash used to oh. be in EastEnders. He's mm. a very sweet lad. Okay. Very innocent, huh? Very innocent lad. <laughs> oh, my. And George oh has my. taken him under his wing. His wing. <laughs> right. Mm. <laughs> but no, no, according to the um, Oracle of All Knowledge, the Daily Mirror, which I uh-huh. read, well, I look at the pictures you on the train through. on the way to work, yeah. George is going to win because he's done nothing. He's done nothing controversial. He's done nothing useful. <laughs> mm. So he's going to win. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> but he's still there, bless him. And Timmy Mallet isn't, so you know there is a. No, God. he's just been chucked out. Timmy <laughs> Mallet. <laughs> oh well, mm, you've got to admit there's a touch of genius to putting Timmy Mallet, David Van Day, Martina Navratilova, and George Takai <laughs> in a jungle together. Something was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> just hope they don't film it when it does. <laughs> Sick! Evil! Evil! Nasty woman! If they can do it with Big Brother, I'm sure they can do it with Elm Celebrity. Ooh, no. Oh my. <laughs> Any more news? Or is no, that the end? That looks like it. Yep. And now, for your delectation, Fake Keith will give her 30-second recommendation. Right, my 30-second recommendation is Bones. Bones is an American crime series with a difference. Starring Emily Deschanel and David Boreanaz as Brennan and Booth, it deals with the gungy side of murder. Brennan's a forensic anthropologist with the social skills of a two-year-old and Booth is a big, tough FBI detective. They sift through the remnants of dead bodies, analyse every maggot, every squashed eyeball, every bone fragment and work out how the person died. Chemistry between the two leads is childishly sweet and borders on a brother and sister a relationship rather than romance. If you like crime TV with a brain, then try Bones. Even if the writers strike ruin the end of season three. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to let that lie, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined it. <laughs> that was Fake Keith's 30-second yeah, recommendation. Right! Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Guess what? What? Go on, guess. You filled your pants. Apart from that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Football's gone over the fence again. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Jones, can we have our ball back? But it's not that. No. Go what on. is it? Oh, oh God. It's my Celebrity turn chickens. Um, pardon? <laughs> Celebrity chickens? <laughs> That's next week. Oh. It's your turn to make the tea? God, no. That'll never happen. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, true. I've got a tip in my pocket. Would you like to get it out? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> Actually, it's time for Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Okay, moving on from last week's desperate attempt to find absolutely anything to do with Doctor Who to talk about in this podcast. And still no new episode, but it's almost Christmas. Almost Christmas. Almost. almost. And Christmas is a funny old time of year, yeah. so we're going to do our best and worst comedy moments. Oh, yeah. oh, that was a bad link. That was, I thought it was a genius link. <laughs> Basically, it's our best and worst moments from old Who and new Who that were even vaguely funny or were meant to be even vaguely funny funny so we'll go with el presidente on your yep. best old who comedy moment best old who comedy moment yeah i had a really tough time in this one <laughs> and there's one which isn't really a comedy moment but it's absolutely priceless mm-hmm. and there's one which i quite like it's kind of witty one mm-hmm. okay. the one which is really the funny one for me <laughs> he's, he's covering isn't he is adric's death Oh, that was a moment of high tragedy, that was. <laughs> there was silence on the credits and everything, couldn't you tell? Well, you have to have a chance to laugh. <laughs> I suppose, fair enough. Oh, <laughs> Good comment. Or failing that, if you really must, um, something that Tom Baker says, something I always live by, nice phrase of his. Jelly baby? No, when in doubt, give it a clout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As many teenage boys do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Makes you blind, that does. Many years ago, when I used to 
look out for scratch videos made by fans. Uh-huh. Somebody had done Earthshock, the alternate ending. Oh, right. And it was the last couple of scenes of Earthshock where the freighter blows mm-hmm. up. And the whole thing, they just put happy days are here again over the top. <laughs> and it goes remarkably well with Peter Davison's expression <laughs> when he's meant to be gazing aghast at the scanner. Uh-huh. It, just, it fits perfectly. And if whoever made it is still out there, could they please put it on YouTube? Yeah. Go on then, real Keith, your best old Who comedy moment. My best old Who comedy moment. Well, it's very difficult. I don't think there are any sort of out-and-out laugh moments in old Who. But there's, there's a few bits and pieces like um, Death to the Daleks, where they're, uh, John Pertwee and Sarah Jane are wandering down the catacomb tunnels, uh, trying to rescue her from being sacrificed. And the idea of the sacrificial section was to bung her in this tunnel that they're actually walking down now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I can't remember as yeah, well. Yeah. That story it's, was about. It's, it's a case of um, you have this sort of an electronic whirring sound as the monsters in the, in the, the tunnel ahead of them. Uh, the doctors are, oh, don't worry, don't worry. It's probably just some acoustical wind effect. And Sarah replies, yes, I can hear your acoustical wind effect gnashing its teeth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But all, all there was, I think, second doctor. First time the mm. doctor dressed up as a washerwoman. It was the second doctor okay. who did it first. You know, right. it's a, because you've had Hartnell beforehand, who's this, this rigid mm. authoritarian figure, right. and you've suddenly had this... Little gnome of a little man. Little gnome of a man. <laughs> so he's in this scene the whole time, dottering around in the background where major plot exposition is going mm. on in the fo- foreground. And then right at the end of it, he sort of comes up, lifts his head up and looks around him and runs off. <laughs> so, it, you know, it's a what the... Excellent. Yeah. Hey, Mitch, there's probably quite a few second Doctor yeah. comedy yeah. moments. I yeah. can't think of any, but yeah. Go on then, Crumbly. Old Hugh humorous moments. Well, this didn't involve the uh, Doctor directly. It's the uh, Sunmakers. Now you have the uh, control of the um, facility on Pluto. Yeah. The little guy in the electric wheelchair. I mean, he always reminded me of Dudley Moore for some strange reason. The little bald-headed guy yeah. in his electric wheelchair. Yeah. Teddy Savannah. <laughs> mm. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Before his time. Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, whenever his number two came in to sort of deliver some news. I mean, he come in, he come in with all this flowery speech. Oh, you're munificent. The room lights up with your radiance. Yes, and this little guy in the wheelchair would always say, get to the point. <laughs> yes. I remember the episode, okay. but I can't mm. remember. Always the... cuts him short. He yeah. sort of completely deflates the guy. I mean, oh, harsh. Very harsh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my best old Who comedy moment was the entire episode The Horns of Nymon, oh, mm-hmm. in which best. Tom Baker seemed to be practising for his role in Little Britain. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely wonderful and is all the more wonderful because I can only ever watch it or could only ever watch it when I'd had a few. Mm, I <laughs> best, best Thank God they haven't released it on DVD. Oh, when they release it on DVD, they'd better do it with shout back lines <laughs> and one of those bouncing mm. balls so you can oh. quote along a nymon. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Just getting Tom Baker to do the commentary. Have it written by Matt Lucas. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that scene, oh, my arms, my legs, oh, no. It's going to be like the Rocky Horror Show all exactly. over again. Exactly. I mean, the Five <laughs> Doctors is fine as it is when it, it comes to shout back lines and, you know, having to imbibe a few gins before you can watch it. But the Horns of Nymon is on a completely different level. That much is certain. Yeah. <laughs> it's pure genius. <laughs> 
please release it on DVD soon. And then burn it. No, God. <laughs> Divorcing you. <laughs> Worst old Who comedy moments. Um, I'm going for the scene in City of Death with John Cleese and Eleanor Bron in the art mm. gallery. Mm-hmm. Exquisite. Mean, exactly. I think it was a very early example of chucking in a famous face just for mm. the pure hell of it. And I didn't think it was funny and I didn't think it was clever. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was moderately amusing. Well, you were I, wrong. I, I have to... It did burst the bubble of unbelievability. What? Yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. No. Uh, I did. I didn't think it was funny. I think I've got to, I've got to agree with my better half there that I, I didn't actually think it was funny and did jar slightly. See, I've got him well trained. <laughs> <laughs> Sit. <laughs> did I say pant? Sorry. That comes later. Crumbly. Yes. Give us your worst old who comedy Ooh, moment. Well, unintentional comedy. I think it's got to be uh, Warriors on the Cheap. <laughs> oh, <right>. Yeah. <laughs> um, the door. <laughs> dare I mention the Merca and the Bendy Door? Ah, you dare, you dare. <laughs> uh, the Bendy Door scene, I mean, either it's made of very cheap plastic or plywood, and it doesn't so much collapse as bend. Fold. Undulates. Yeah. <laughs> no, sort of folding is a very appropriate word. I think it was actually foam rubber mm. that it's made of. Because it always reminds me of the yeah. bathroom door in Fake Crumbly's house. Yeah, because that's all bend in half. Oh, well, is meant to do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's entirely unintentional when no worries in the cheap. I mean, yeah. We think. It's some special water sealant door rubberized right. yeah but with <laughs> <laughs> but with a, with a fake key has just lost control <laughs> a rubberized house. door <laughs> why not <laughs> But it's meant to... It's an airlock. It's meant to be able to hold out the sea. Oh, rubber's meant to be um, waterproof and whatever proof. Yeah, but it's meant to be slightly more rigid than that. (laughs) (laughs) A papier-mâché monster brushed against it and it buckled. So, you know, the force of the oceans is going to do bad things to it. Well, You're having silly. something like, looking like a pantomime horse bursting through the door, I mean. Magic horse, anyway. Yeah. Dobbin. Magic ghost. Yeah. It is. Ghost horse. There's also a scratch video out there of the Merca on Fast Forwards to the Benny Hill Museum. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that, Which yeah. is <laughs> funnier than a box of soapy frogs. Soapy frogs? Yeah, they're funny because they can't climb up the sides. Mm. Have you done this? They burp bubbles. They yeah. do burp bubbles. Well, croak bubbles, actually. Mm, yeah. Has anyone ever tried frog races? Frog races? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, you stick a straw up his bum. Go <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> then put it in some mortar and watch it go. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that scene from Shrek where they blow up the frogs mm, to it. make a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> this is silly. But fun. Real Keith, mm-hmm. your least favourite old Who comedy moment. Well, I, I think it's when they attempt to be intentionally funny. Until recently, I had this one, but something you have said has sort of bopped it out of place. <laughs> <laughs> I have that effect on people. Yeah. <laughs> I have that effect on me mostly, yeah. Okay. I was going to sort of the um, the green custard pie in the face at the end of the Mysterious Planet. Oh, yeah. You know, it was oh, meant to be yes. from the food machine, so it was obviously yes. hilarious food and funny, food. but mm-hmm. yeah. But actually, the entire story, Horns of Nine One. Oh, come <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to come down on the other side. No, it's genius. It's when they're attempting to do pantomime and it's just not funny. The knowing winks to the camera, the smiles to the camera. No sense of humour. One part, I think somebody actually collapsing in a fit of giggles, and we're not going to go into the split underpants at all. (laughs) 
Yeah, Yeah, somebody tore their trousers live on the... It wasn't live. Well, they didn't edit it out, did they? They didn't go for a rematch. For your information, I've never seen the horns of Nymon. And you should be glad. Oh, it's pure genius. It's just genius on a higher level than real Keith can comprehend. (laughs) (laughs) Or handle, and I'm glad about that. I mean, it's like William Shatner singing. I mean, it's... No, we're not bringing William Shatner. Stop there. There's Geneva Conventions here. It's too beautiful for human, talking. for human ears. Man. Oh, it's like, he's it's still too beautiful on, for art. You stop talking. Good lad. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, we shall proceed now without Crumbly because he's lying unconscious on the floor. El Presidente. Right. Just a second, he's gone blue. Breathe. <gasps> oh, good lad. Bugger. <laughs> Your least favourite old Who comedy moment, please. Poor Sylvester McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> that first season of his, he has some really duff stuff to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was his first season. I hope it was. It certainly felt like it. <laughs> Greatest show in the galaxy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And his clownier around trying to... Impress the three gods. Yeah, oh, dear. That was just embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it was that programme he was like, the favourite uncle you used to adore when you were three but you're now 13 and you've realised he's just as embarrassing as hell yeah he went on to do some great stuff in Doctor <laughs> yep. Who but yep. not some really bad stuff in that uh, I'll, I'll give you that yeah they didn't know what to do with him at that point in time they tried to blow him up at one point <laughs> I think they did yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sorts of mouth he's like after that <laughs> blast the wax from his ears yeah. <laughs> okay so we've all been very very harsh to the horns of Nymon there <laughs> but justifiably no no not at all <laughs> okay, let's move on to New Who. New Who. El Presidente, give us your best comedy moment from New Who. There's just no giddy away from the fact that for me this is the best, best bit. It's Biddy Piper playing Cassandra. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. Yeah. With the uh, push-up and everything. It's just <laughs> Living inside a trampoline. Yeah, yes. I thought you'd like that bit. Bouncing Castle. Mm-hmm. She, did a really, she did a really good job of, oh, yeah. kind of yeah. channeling. It was, a, it was a distinctly different... It may yes. not have been Cassandra, but it was a distinctly different character. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was, it was. And then you had Tennant do it as well, which is also pretty good. Yeah. But not quite the same. But I, I think for Tennant, it was more like Kenneth Williams. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's where Cassandra says, oh no, I'm inside a chav. Yeah. Yes. 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 I'd forgotten about that one. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Go on then, real Keith, what you got? Oh, for me, I do like the New Earth Cassandra bit, but if I've got to choose my own, then it's got to be the miming scene from Partners in Crime. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. Good. Which is both comedy geniuses from both of them. Yeah. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. Funnily enough, that was in your favourite tenant moments last time, wasn't it? It was mentioned, so yeah. it was mentioned, but I think it was actually it may have been me. Uh, yeah. Go on then, Crumbly. Oh, best new who humorous. I mean, very early one. This is um, end of the world where they're on a platform one. Oh yeah. And uh, all the guests are turning up to watch the destruction of the Earth, and uh, the mocks of Balhoon turns up and promptly flobs in Rose's face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't get a very good time of it. Did no. She? <laughs> <laughs> I bring her the gift of life. Again, from that episode when she sees her first real alien oh, yes. and mm. just says, He's blue. <laughs> and all the doctor says is yes. <laughs> okay, my best uh, New Who comedy moment is from one of my least favourite episodes. And it's uh, The Ninth Doctor. It's Aliens in London, which. 
was all right. Didn't think much of the Slitheen, but I absolutely adored the line, would you mind not farting while I'm saving the world? <laughs> <laughs> Made me chuckle, it did. Mind you, one line that did make me worry was where, um, the, was it the minister and um, the uh, army general sergeant? Yeah. Uh, both Slitheen masquerading as humans. And um, they're in the lift. And um, yeah. he turns around and says, your body is magnificent. <laughs> if you're doing that, the, there's the one line that I like from that. Mm. Uh, sorry, it was 12 months, not 12 hours. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to briefly talk about my worst New Who comedy moment. Very, very briefly. In one word, Ghostbusters. Enough yep. said. Yeah. El Presidente. Yeah. Enough said. Yeah. 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 I had a few to choose from here. The obvious one, which I think is probably my least favourite, is Peter Kay's the Zorbaloff. Yeah. Hardly yeah. <laughs> say anything more about that. But also, runners up are the farting Slitheen, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yep. the burping bin in Rose. Yeah. Yep. You didn't like the burping bin? <laughs> no. I like the burping bin. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. We've now found your level, haven't we? Sorry. <laughs> this is back in the days where RTD didn't quite know where his audience yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't quite that low in the gutter. <laughs> yeah. Except for me. It wasn't yes. you, wasn't it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that when uh, Mickey turn- is turned around, his arms should have been crossed, crossed over. over. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Broken. Yeah. Sorry, did you mention your favourite at all in there? My least, least favourite was Peter Kay. He's, it was Peter yeah, Kay. Off, mm. uh, running around in his uh, his little thong or whatever it was. <laughs> That's just wrong. Very big Mohican. Yeah. This is... We said before it's such a shame because up until then he was really good. Yeah, yeah. he was good as. <laughs> just started channeling Johnny Vegas. Mm. Yeah, I like Johnny Vegas, <laughs> but I don't <laughs> like him when he's dressed up as an absorbalot. He's <laughs> <laughs> right, rubbish, monkey, monkey, right, real, <coughs> real Keith. Yes, I've got a couple. I've got a couple. It's again. It's it's when they try to be deliberately funny. Mm. It's when it's not drawn naturally from the dialogue or from the situation mm-hmm. I, I have to go with you with the Ghostbusters yep. and the Scooby-Doo scene yeah. oh the thing, scene with the buckets the buckets running uh, back yeah. and forth you know it's, it feels forced they're yeah. trying too hard Yeah. at least with the bucket scene it was from the point of view it was of from somebody else's party. perspective so you, you mm. didn't see what was happening off the corridor and you can assume it didn't really happen at all yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was mm. that to it I mean that was going to be my uh, worst new Who moment uh, Love and Monsters the uh, Benny, Hill, Benny Hill scene at the start yeah. rather cliche for want of a better term. Mm, yeah. Doctor Who overall seems to do comedy best when you don't even realise yeah, it's there. That's it. I mean, the, the fourth Doctor and Sarah Jane were fantastic. Their timing working together for comedy moments was genius. Yeah. yeah. Like Pyramids of Mars walking into the room, seeing the mummy and walking out again. Yeah. The or, whole Jellignite thing. Yeah. And, yeah. But the best way I can put it comparable is to Star Trek. Star Trek did good comedy episodes like Troubles with Tribbles and. Uh, piece of the action they were okay. comedy episodes and uh-huh. they were designed to be comedy episodes who I don't think can do comedy episodes well, but the comedy derives itself from the situation mm, it yeah. has to be intrinsic mm. to the plot yes. and I should say yeah. not false to such obviously they've had one comedy episode which is the Agatha Christie yeah. which was designed as a comedy episode yeah that, I didn't I find, find that, that particularly funny I didn't find that particularly <laughs> funny but I didn't find it terrible no the only other comedy episode I can remember is Horns and Nymon which mm. is absolutely was pure 
genius, yeah. <laughs> Pantomime for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> it's better when they do it with wit rather than slapstick. Yes, mm. yeah. yeah, that's it. That's where it comes from. Although there again, John Pertwee and Patrick Troughton dressed up as washerwomen is pure slapstick, <laughs> yet yeah. very, very funny. No, it's worrying. It's funny how with Pertwee it's worrying, but with Patrick Troughton it's sweet and funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyone like to add anything else? I want new stories. I want them now. I don't want to wait until five episodes next year. I don't want to... No, no, no! You're going to have the Christmas episode in 24 mm. days. Yeah, in 24 mm. days. I want it now! Ow, my finger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but that's the end of Doctor Who. No. <gasps> no, it's not. No? Last time, we forgot to say happy birthday to Doctor Who. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, we yeah. did. 45th. Yep anniversary Ooh. yeah nearly as old as real keith Oi. you're 56 aren't you Oi. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing on tv about it at all no no, no not nothing. specials mm. nothing we raised the glass didn't we we did, we did. raise the glass but we that did. was about it then we put it back down again yes polished it a bit and put it back down okay that's the end of doctor who till next time mm-hmm. and now three grumpy old men yeah. are going to talk to you about Apparitions. Blah. Oh dear. <laughs> okay, apparitions. Basic premise, people. Mm, exorcism. Mm-hmm. Martin Shaw versus the Satan. I, I, I. <laughs> Martin Shaw. No, um, yeah. Oh, Christ, what's his name? Yeah, Martin Shaw. Yeah. Mm. What from Magpie? No. Magpie. What am I thinking of? I don't know. He's got curly. Yeah. Yes, professionals. Like, the professionals. Yes. Yes. It's so easy to get magpie and the professionals muddled up. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> often they used to shoot, uh, have car crashes, and shoot a lot of people in magpie. There's no need to mock yeah. me. There's no need to mock me. <laughs> Uh, the basic premise of the story is uh, Martin Shaw plays Father Jacob, a uh, Roman Catholic uh, father. Uh, he's um, well, very devout Catholic, and um, he exercises people. Gets them fit. Damn, I was going to say that, and I thought I'd get shouted at. <laughs> I shall ignore that. <laughs> it's um... apparently he's the Vatican's top exorcist. Ah, he's he's angling for that job, isn't he? Um, yeah, the chi- yeah the chief exorcist. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's it's written and directed by Joe Ahern. Joe Ahern. Mm-hmm. Who did Ultraviolet Channel, Channel 4, 4 yeah. miniseries, not the film. Not the that's film. It. Yeah. That's it. Nothing to do with it. Nothing. And he's also directed some of the better Who's, mm. certainly from the first season. Yeah. His stuff always, certainly this and Ultraviolet, always have something to do with priests and the Vatican yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I don't know yeah. why, what his fixation is. I <laughs> well, I think he's an atheist, so it's probably trying to understand it. Oh, maybe, maybe. The, <laughs> point out the discrepancies in it. <laughs> um, is there any form of underlying arc, or are they all individually? contained episodes um i'll say it's a little bit of both really i mean um in the first episode we're introduced um to a guy who was well two people who are possessed by uh, various demons mm-hmm. i mean there was a father um an estranged father from um his wife and daughter i mean his daughter kept saying that daddy keeps talking to people in his room mm. Mm. and uh there was a more sinister person of um, a homeless person who we're all led to believe was actually possessed by the devil himself mm-hmm. certainly a much stronger demon yeah mm. yeah the first very- two episodes are kind kind of one story mm, that's as far right. as I've seen from the preview the next one looks like a slightly separate mm. story it is yeah, sort of something more of a, um, a standalone story um, without giving too much away it's um, a prison inmate he's pers- well let's just say two non-corporeal beings for the sake of a better term they're vying for
for control of his body. Okay. I mean, one is a demon. prison for you. <laughs> In the showers. You know? <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, one is um, the patron saint of uh, rape victims, and um, the other one is uh, another demon. So a saint is trying to take over somebody's body. Mm, that's right. That's a bit weird. Mm. Intriguing. Um, how many episodes? There are we, six. Six episodes. Mm, six episodes. Mm. And how many episodes in are we at the moment? Um, just seen the third one, so right. it should be the uh, fourth one. Well, what side's this on? BBC One, this is. BBC One. Mm. I might BBC jump HD. on iPlayer. Mm. Yes. No, I mean, it's very understated, but I mean, I say that's its main advantage. Yeah. I mean, um, the exorcism scenes, I mean, there's no sort of twisty-turny heads or um, no. pea and ham uh, soup flying everywhere. I mean, I think that makes it more sinister, yeah. that does. It's more mm. Psychological. Mm. Oh, it's, very much so. It's the unseen bug, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's always mm. worse than what do you actually think there's a lot of political stuff going on in the Vatican it seems mm, behind the scenes mm-hmm. with the top bloke who he answers to much who answers to appears to be working for the devil or something like that mm. well he's trying to he's trying to undermine um, Father Jacob's authority yes. he's trying to get him kicked out and of course the devil is uh, trying to somehow gain an influence over this Martin Shaw character mm-hmm. as he had done with the predecessor yeah. the previous chief exorcist yeah. who was actually working for the devil we found who's was either a Jew or a Nazi sympathiser of some sort. Yeah, he was a Jew who went over to worship Satan mm. in uh, concentration camps. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because the um, the number of tattoos on his arm, I mean, mm. they've been erased. Yeah. Um, oh, the uh, young Indian priest in the first episode, mm. I mean, he had leprosy, and yet he was um, one of, sort of well, Satan's miracles. I mean, he was cured because they wanted to use him for their own ends. Yeah. Yes, yeah. although it was made out it was uh, Mother Teresa mm, that's cured right. him. Yeah. And she did. Well, at the moment she died, he was cured. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah. Coincidence? Yeah. yeah. Maybe Who knows? not. So you recommend this as, as one to catch while it's still out there? Maybe. Yeah, it's quite interesting. I suspect the Catholics out there are probably up in arms about it. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Must have been, mm. As a rather committed atheist, I'm slightly unnerved by some of it because they, they go some way to suggest that atheists are actually effectively working for the devil yeah, yeah. Oh, well, without how, how could you possibly be working for the devil if you're an atheist you don't believe in the devil because mm. <laughs> the, the guy who was possessed by demons he had Richard Dawkins uh, God yeah. delusion for example yeah. and various mm-hmm. other anti-God books and the implication was that he was working yeah he was trying to undermine God by getting people not to believe Logical. in God yeah mm-hmm. mm, sorry but the logic <laughs> falls down if you don't believe in God you don't believe in the devil one can't exist without the other well yes I know but <laughs> Spotted a flaw in the plot. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't need to worry. You're not working for the devil. Aren't I? You're a good boy. He's working for himself. Mm, He is. That's much, much worse. (laughs) So it has a thumbs up then. Yes, I mean, there's plenty there to keep drawing me back to it. I mean, I'd like to see the uh, conclusion of the uh, series. Mm. Mm. I don't know if it's meant to have a second series or not, but I don't think it's going to get one because apparently the ratings have kind of dipped into the toilet rather, Mm. unfortunately. Mm. What time's this shown on BBC? Nine o'clock. On BBC One? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, on Thursday nights, I do believe. Bit of a, a ropey time. Yeah, it's lost a lot of audience over its first episode. Yeah. Much like Bone Kickers did. Yeah. Mm. Don't have the same sort of reason. They're not that similar, really. No, they don't sound that similar. They're not. Yeah. Okay, so apparitions... It's a thumbs up. Yep. One to watch. Mm. Oh, yes. All the episodes still on iPlayer for the next couple of weeks. Excellent. There I shall go. watch Martin Shaw from Magpie <laughs> working against the devil. And now... What's that smell? Wasn't me. Werther's Originals, bit of Vic, maybe a bit of Cat, can only be <gasps> Nanny Island. She's back. Agony Nanny, here to help us all. What she have to say today? Oh, bless her. I wonder what that smell was. 
Today's letter, it reads, Dear Nanny Island, I am a Dalek of previous good character. I have spent years working my way up from Davros's personal guard to head of my own hit squad. I have massacred sentient beings with barely a thought, and my war cry was among the most chilling you have ever heard. My problem is this. I don't want to be a maniacal killing machine anymore. I want to work with animals, preferably kittens, and spend my spare time baking muffins for local children. I have even changed my name to Graham in an attempt to fit in. It's such a friendly name. PX49Z Alpha Zap was so intimidating. Despite my efforts, people still run and scream when they see me, trundling closer, and it's starting to get me down. What can I do? Love, Graham. Dear Graham, well, you can start by bloody well pulling yourself together. You were born a maniacal killing machine and you'll die a maniacal killing machine. It's the way of the world, and you're making yourself look a right Jesse with all your whining and kittens and muffins and stuff. Go and exterminate a busload of nuns, you'll feel so much better. I'm a straight-talking person, Graham. I like my tea strong, like my men. My gin stiff, like my men. <laughs> and my Daleks as insane as a marrow. So sort yourself out before I come and do it for ya. Love, Nanny. <laughs> I told him. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah. Yes. Too true. Oh, well. If you have any um, problems that you'd like to share with Nanny Island, <laughs> if you want to, if you want, I'm, I'm sure You're... she'll be only too happy to give sage advice. Sage, mm. sage, yeah. abusive <laughs> advice. You can send your your problems to us here at Staggering Stories by email at show at staggeringstories.net. I feel like going on a bender now. See, that was a link. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Futurama? Yeah. Okay. Watching real Keith. Well, there is a new Futurama DVD that has hit the shelves. You went very Shatner-like there. Did you notice? Well, there is a new. Don't throw things out. Oh, no. <laughs> Death by Mars Bar. <laughs> That really hurts. Anyway, new Futurama DVD hitting the shelf. I was hit the shelf, which is Bender's Game. Mm -hmm. Apparently. Bender's Game. Which is really good. Mm, Which we have all seen, I take it? Mm, Yes, we have. Okay. And what do you think, boys and girls? I think this is easily the best. The best one so far. far. It's it's, it's the closest to the TV series, certainly. It's all about Dungeons and Dragons and Ten Sided Dice and Lord of the Rings and anything else you can chuck in there and, and yeah. it's Nibbler's Poo and Nibbler's poo. poo can't forget Nibbler's yeah. Poo and and two Enterprises and an Eagle and the Lego mm, yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah. we're getting ahead of ourselves too much in yes. here yes it strikes me as more episodic than the other films have been you can easily break it break it down tell us yes. what it's about oh god all right <laughs> um initially it's about rising fuel prices of dark matter mm-hmm. yeah and mum the evil corporation mom sorry mom yes. the evil corporations has cornered the market in dark matter also we have a following running theme story of bender discovering his imagination to enable him to play dungeons and dragons dungeons, mm. dungeons and Dragons game. Yes. These run concurrently and we discover that good news! Professor Farnsworth <laughs> has, uh, through the use of particle physics and quantum mobility, has managed to create 
all the dark matter to be used as fuel. Somehow he changed the yeah, molecular, molecular structure or something. It, yeah. mm-hmm. Yes, in a particle accelerator using quantum theory. Yeah. That, Which means absolutely that, nothing. That, 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 <laughs> I think that explains that anything possibly could happen will happen and has happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, in an attempt to uh, break Mum's stranglehold of the nuclear f- of the dark matter fuel, they try to render it all inert. Yes, by breaking into a secret laboratory. Yes, mm. yes, yes, and then sort of uh, putting together two crystals: one dark matter power crystal, and another one a dark matter negative crystal. When they're yep. sort of touched together, all fuel will be rendered inert and mm. crumble. And crumble due to uh, another quantum theory fantastic. Wabo Fabo Theorem. Uh, <laughs> I run out of words now. I do they, they get transmuted, all of them get transmuted into Bender's imagination, where we have a Lord of the Rings parody. What's yeah. his name? Um, Anglesmith. Oh, something, something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Titanius Anglesmith. That's it. Yeah. Bender <laughs> is now called Titanius Anglesmith of the. Cornwood. Knight on horseback, yes. Yeah, knight on horseback of the Shire of Cornwood. Where he lives in his own private castle with um, as many midgets as he can eat. Dancing midgets. Mm, dancing um, ones, they yes. all have to dance for their lives, literally. <laughs> <laughs> first one down gets put on the stake. Yeah, puts on the spit and roasted. And um, we come across a race of centaurs, because Leela has been transformed into a centaur, yep. and she's rather yep. violent about it, naturally, yeah. being Leela. Yeah, um, but the thing is, all these centaurs are uh, pacifists. They are, Except led by her hermaphrodite. Mm. <laughs> it's rather clever. Yep. It's disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> it's <really laughs> clever. Hermes, well, it's basically Hermes head on a woman's body that is part of a centaur. It was just... Uh, a, a right mix and match. Mm. Yeah, yes. Completely. We have uh, Professor Farnworth cast as uh, the Gandalf figure. Yes. Yeah. Mm, the that's the, right, the yes. grey wizard mm-hmm. who, who knows everything. And, and they have to take this crystal... Die of power. Sorry, yes, this die mm. of power. <laughs> <laughs> to the lava pit to be thrown in, a la Lord yes, of the Rings. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We have Fry gradually transforming into, into Gollum. Into Gollum, yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but in the real world, we find out that the reason that um, Mom has the monopoly on her dark matter power is because she has enslaved Nibbler's race. Yes. 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 And she's feeding them prune juice. Mm-hmm. And, and chickens, chickens. Lots and of chickens, chickens yes. <laughs> lots and lots of chickens <laughs> <laughs> to make them poo Go. more basically mm. yeah. Yeah. I love the way um, they take the mickey out of themselves um, Nibbler's in his cage and he's calling them for help they come over they discuss the plot then Nibbler says I don't understand how can you understand me and Fry says well last time you spoke to us you forgot to wipe our minds as if pointing out plot flaws yeah. from the previous yeah. video <laughs> yeah. also they talk about Professor having returned Turned to Mom for a third time after he walked out on her. Yeah, because <laughs> they keep adding times that he's come back. Well, I mean, that, that's within the the TV series. They kept on going back and tweaking their own history. Yes, you know, very deliberately so. Yeah, yeah. So I do remember from the series a couple of scenes with uh, Professor Farnsworth and Mom. Uh, <laughs> the, the less said about those, the better. It was oh, just yes. wrong. Yeah. What about her with her thigh buster? In oh, oh, <laughs> thigh buster no. oh, feel the burn. Feel the burn. Of course, we do discover the answer to the long-lost question of who was the youngest son's father. Ignis. Ignis. Ah. Ignis, the youngest son, which was, I thought, was a nice little rift on uh, Empire. Completely. <laughs> Star Wars yeah. Empire. Yes. Yeah. You are my father. No! no. <laughs> 
we don't can't be true. That's impossible. <laughs> oh dear, very poor. <laughs> uh, other good bits: uh, the opening credits, yes. Yellow Submarine. Yeah. Oh they, yes, parody of Yellow oh, Submarine. Yeah. Yes. They've extended the opening credits again. <laughs> again, each one they do something special. For yes, yeah. this, the previous one was um, a Mickey take of a Steamboat Willie. Yeah. Back to the um, early on, they go to a demolition derby. Yes. Oh yes. Uh, the, the Planet Express ship is involved in a demolition derby. It's noticing all the other sci-fi ships in there. Yeah. Mm. There's one ship that's built out of Lego bricks. Yes. Yeah. The, the Eagle from the Space, Eagle. Eagle. Space, Space 1999. Made out of Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you also had the Enterprise NCC-1701, piloted by Scott Baluka, and the Enterprise NX-01, piloted by... Oh, way around, I think, wasn't it? Mm. No. Well, well, Pakula was in the new one. Pakula was in the new one, yeah. while uh, yeah. George Takai was in the oh, really? NX. What was the line? Way, Way to ruin the franchise. Pakula, yeah, and <laughs> crashes the franchise. Yeah, and crashes into him. Yeah. Because of that, the Planet Express ship gets badly damaged, so they take it back to the Planet Express HQ and hide it oh. by putting a curtain, curtain. round it yeah. with a proper Planet Express ship painted mm. onto yeah. the curtain, <laughs> which I thought was a nice... That's <laughs> destroyed every every episode. Oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> we had Zoidberg yep. um, dying a completely useless death. Oh, yes. They yes. were chasing this abominable tunnel monster the, t- the tunneling horror and here mm. comes Zoidberg looking like um, well, a giant kind of a centipede. naked mm. giant centipede yeah. which Leela then proceeds to hack to pieces and mm. it turns out obviously he wasn't the tunnel monster of horror or whatever and she'd killed him needlessly so just <laughs> at the wrong moment she decides never to be violent again and as they're being confronted by the real horror she runs off to become a pacifist yes <laughs> yeah. also again I think this tells you more about women than anything else well, what, what, I, what I did like is just before we have the Lord of the Rings sequence is Leela is given a shock collar to handle her anger management. Oh, oh that's yes. right. Yeah. <laughs> also, what was it? Uh, anger management, lying, and swearing. swearing, and sexual deviancy. Mm. Any thoughts of sexual deviancy? So the collar was continually... Uh, <laughs> continually going. Yeah, and shocking her. She started to enjoy yeah, it. By, by the end of it... It made her think of how much fun it is to hurt people. <laughs> yeah, started associating the plane with pleasure. <laughs> Very dodgy. <laughs> But yeah, on, on the whole, I think this one was crammed with more jokes and more mm. more spoofs. Mm. And Dungeons and Dragons, and, oh yeah, which Dungeons is always good. Yes. Yeah, it flowed better as well. Yes. It didn't seem yeah. like so disjointed, even though they were quite different segments. Yeah, throughout. I think that it actually comes up on the credits that the, written, the each segment is written by a different person. Yeah, Pretty much. the Dungeons yeah. and Dragons segment was the um, fourth episode. Mm. Yeah, so uh, on the whole, yeah, it's yeah. good. Best it's a, of the mm, lot. Yeah. It's a good one so far. Best yeah, so far. Yeah. Thumbs up. Best so far. So what's the next one going to be called? Into the wild green yonder. Yeah, and, mm. and that's going to be the last of the, the Force specials. Mm. Whether it comes back with another TV series or another set of specials. Well, they're matter. undecided at the moment. Yeah, it depends no how well word. the DVDs have sold. Apparently, it takes quite a long time to ramp up. Yeah. So there's nothing happening yet. So yeah. It's going to be a few years before we see anything. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. Well, I mean, how long for them to twig that the TV series was selling well on DVD? Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yep, thumbs up. Good one. Mm. Watch mm. it. Yes. Watch it now. <laughs> Okay, now you lovely, lovely, lovely people have been writing to us again. This pleases us greatly. Oh, yeah. We love you. Oh, yeah. 
I would say we're just going to read a selection, but we're really sad and love our egos to be stroked, <laughs> so we'll probably read you all out. <laughs> Massage that thing. Massage that ego. Okay, got one from Wynne here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wynne says, Dear team, team, well done on another fantastic podcast. Mm. I nearly got thrown off the quiet carriage of the train listening to you at a very low volume. I'm not oh. an animal. <laughs> I'd got through the whole podcast without embarrassing myself. Then fake <laughs> Keith had to spoil it with, I'm going to do William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Thanks to you, hot chocolate came out of my nose. <laughs> That's it. Fake Keith is now off my stalking register. I've penciled Crumbly in since he may be moving towards my neck of the woods. Yeah, and it's very difficult mm-hmm. to stalk when you use public transport. <laughs> Still working on getting my medication dose right. With regards to the music, here's my list. Best old who. Have to go with the two doctors. Mm-hmm. Best part of a so-so episode. Yep. Worst old who. Have to agree with real Keith, the sea devils. <laughs> My God, that music is distracting. Thank you. Thank you. Best new who. Song of Freedom from the Journey's End, where they're all in the TARDIS. Yep. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Worst new who. Tricky to pick this one because yeah. Murray Gold hasn't really put a foot wrong. If I have to choose, I suppose I'll pick Daleks in Manhattan, just because the mock Aramaic choir work is starting to get a little bit repetitive. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Building a pyramid of Mars is not proceeding too well. <laughs> Trying it with real Mars bar wrappers resulted in what looked like a disturbing and surreal dirty protest. <laughs> <laughs> Should have made sure that there was absolutely no chocolate left in the wrapper. Mm. I'll try again with photocopied versions and take it from there. Still want a photo. Mm-hmm. Can you sing me happy birthday, by the way? Aww. I turned 37 Aww. yesterday and no one sang happy birthday. Aww. Mind you, it would have been a little bit odd during the middle of an SAP training session. I'm drifting. <laughs> so I watched the second half of season two of Doctor Who instead in the evening. Love and Monsters was and still is brilliant. So there, thank you for El Presidente. <laughs> Keep up the good work. A bod be with you even win. And we would have been happy to sing happy birthday to you win happy but you know you've got this love and monsters thing going on so no i think that's a bit harsh i think that's a bit harsh harsh is my middle name it is actually <laughs> happy birthday win happy birthday to you you're getting happy very birthday old to you. happy birthday dear win happy birthday to you <laughs> and many more yeah. at least three of them because then you can reach 40 guess a letter okay Got one from a new correspondent, David B. Hello, David. Great to hear from you. A sad hello from across the pond. Mm. I discovered staggering stories through the Mr. Dalek Christmas specials, so I'm saddened to hear that he is missing in action. Hopefully, Mr. Dalek will continue his adventures in his own special way. After all, it is tough to keep a Dalek down. Except for that one. (laughs) No, I I am sure he's blazing his way way across Egypt. Oh, yeah. To where? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) However, it seems an opportune time to tell folks about a project that I'm affiliated with, Altered Vistas, at www.alteredvistas.co.uk. We'll put the link in the show notes. Altered Vistas is the brainchild of Stuart Palmer, located in your own backyard, so to speak. Not that big out there. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Stuart and his troupe recreate in computer animation the Century 21 Dalek comics. Yeah, I have seen this. Yeah, I've heard of this. These episodes are free for the cost of some postage and a CDR. I won't read out the list, but there's quite a few. I'll well, give a link to the list. Shall we put a link up on the blog? Oh, absolutely. Put a link yes. Um, sadly, you were the wrong side of the pond to send copies along, but strongly encourage you to contact one of the UK distributors and get copies. They're really great fun. Hopefully you will help with their Doctor Who withdrawal. A complete list of distributors can be located in the Alter Vistas website under How to Get tab. Best wishes and keep up the show. David Thank you. Lee. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah, we did come across these a while ago, and we, yes. we mean to send off a disc, and I forgot yeah. about it. Let's do so. Right. Our next one is 
from Nathan B. And this is uh, via the blog, this is. Hello, Nathan. Nathan. Hello, Nathan. He says, I hate my old computer, but I love this new shiny one. Mm. I'm in shock over the news about Mr. Dalek. So, so sorry for your loss. Oh, we. <laughs> thank you. Mm, yep. Thank you. Love the new Agony Aunt. Are we allowed to write in? Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah feel free. <laughs> we need help. Mm. In <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Basically covers Some it. of us more than others. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite talent moments are all from human nature and family of blood. Mm-hmm. He proved to the world what an outstanding actor he is. Truly top class. Mm. I agree with fake Keith about the smugness. It did kind of great, but not enough to put me off. Thanks again for keeping me amused, guys. Salad. And that's from Nathan B. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff there. Hard to argue with those. All right. Okay, we've got a letter from Martin. Hello, Hello Martin. Martin. Who says his worst classic Who music. Recently I heard the audio of the gunfighters need i say more than <laughs> the last chance saloon yes mm. best classic who cliffhanger seeing the doctor apparently dead on the ground and wondering how the show could go on that troutman was a bit of a surprise and of course nobody had ever heard of regeneration back in the 60s mm. <laughs> that's true that is true after hearing about mr dalek going a wall in egypt i dug out a little story We'll put a link up on the site to Mr. Dalek at the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> yes, very good. <laughs> yep, it'll go up there, so don't worry. Thanks for writing, Martin. Thank you. Oh, thank you yes. much. Oh, God wins back. <laughs> Again? Again. He's yeah. got up to date. He, he was an episode behind. He was. Yeah, we'll, we'll awesome. give him that. We'll give him that. He says, me again. Hello. <laughs> I'll keep this fairly short since I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> Leave me an archer at King's Cross and we'll say no more about Nanny Island. <laughs> <laughs> I've consulted my solicitor and he agreed. Apparently, I really do need to get out more. <laughs> Fake Keith. I do not take things too personally. How can you say that? You've always hated me. Don't deny it. <coughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Win, darling. Oh, <laughs> Pills? Oh. Yes, please. <laughs> so our first death might be a suicide. <laughs> might be. <laughs> or a murder. Yeah. Win's best tenant moments was the final confrontation in the ship belonging to the family of blood. Yeah. Tenant acting as the doctor pretending to be John Smith. Absolutely brilliant. Worst tenant moment, army of ghosts. Who are you going to call? Yep. They had it coming at the end of that story. Since then, I don't think he put a foot wrong. Toodles, win. Yeah, a lot of hate for uh, Ghostbusters. We hate Ghostbusters. Yeah, it was that, rubbish. That I agree with Win. It did. Win makes a very good point. <laughs> You're just worried now, aren't you? Admit it. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want him to shout at me anymore. <laughs> okay, any more feedback? I've got uh, one short written one and an MP3, which we'll get to in a second. Okay. That tin dog bloke. Hey, Tinny! Hello, Tin Dog. Quickly written in. I've put another plug in for you in a new TDP, Tin Dog Podcast. Thank you. Which I've just heard, and he has indeed. Thank oh, you. I'll have to mm-hmm. listen to that one. I must do the same. A great show as always. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's not as long as Podshock. It doesn't have remotely the same amount of in-depth interviews as the WhoCast. It's not even as full of spoilers as Outpost Gallifrey. In fact, it's just some bloke talking about the best show in the universe. The Tin Dog Podcast. Find it on iTunes. And of course, he's now temporarily fully in as co-host on WhoCast. Oh, yes. 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 Well, we wish every luck to him. Hi, Staggering Stories team. Uh, first, uh, well, I've said this to your former member, Tony, before, but as I'm talking to you directly, I might as well say it again. Fake Keith, you are the Sandy Toxvig of podcasting. 
And that's not an insult, by the way. Uh, I just wanted to know, did any of you do anything special for the 45th anniversary of that fine television programme, Doctor Who? I went on a um, Doctor Who locations pub crawl around the Westminster area of London uh, with a group of people from the Doctor Who meetup group, which is on Facebook. I've sent you a link to the resulting podcast... And you can decide for yourselves uh, whether at the end of the 32 minutes we sound more drunk and more out of it than we do at the beginning. Uh, so keep up the good work with the show and uh, greetings to the head of Pertwee. And uh, can we have a photo of the head of Pertwee on the blog, please? Thanks very much. I'm Tim Drury, by the way. Pub crawl. Pub, Pub crawl, crawl, yes. We should have thought of that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Except yes. El Presidente doesn't drink. No. Real Keith can't hold his drink. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> and Andy's too grown up and mature to drink. So I should have gone to the pub and got ratted. You usually do, though. Yes, mm. I know. Uh, no, no, we, we didn't do anything too spectacular. I think we just raised a small raised glass. glass. A toast. Mm. Yes. I don't think I did that. I think November, November the 24th, Real Keith said it was the 45th anniversary yesterday. I had a drink and I said, oh. <laughs> I, I remembered at uh, about 11pm, just as I was going to bed, I looked at the alarm clock said, 23rd November, I thought, ah, <laughs> and then went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I, I share the room with Philistines. 20 years ago, we'd have gone nuts. Yeah. We'd have had a party. Yeah, we would have yeah. done. We'd have been we on one of those done. famous crawly parties, which yeah. used to happen. <laughs> dodo droppings. Yeah. Oh, same to you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have Mitch's, to do five years. Mitch's dodo droppings. Ever. It's just wrong. <laughs> I, yeah. I listened to his podcast. I just heard it today. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Ooh. Quite interesting. They do their pub crawl. They don't all drink either. Ah, no, so we could have. What many Doctor Who locations are in Westminster? Oh, they go to the Westminster Bridge. Yeah. Uh, they go past Number Ten. Okay, mm-hmm. can't okay. get in there. Uh, they go to Trafalgar Square. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously where they did Rose and a few other. Okay, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. A number of pubs. Mm-hmm. Actually, I sit corrected. But... <laughs> Very good. Okay, put I should have a link in that. for that podcast. It's well worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like I, it. I, I okay. got nothing. I think so. Mm-hmm. If you would like to write to us, please, please tell write. us what you think of us nicely. <laughs> Your opinions on our podcast, any Doctor Who nonsense mm-hmm. you wish to talk about. Or even anything to do with the sites. Uh, mm-hmm. Words no greater than two syllables because we have trouble. <laughs> yeah, we do. Mm, yeah. Then you can contact us at show at staggeringstories.net. Woohoo! Um, you don't have to spell the woohoo. This has been confusing people. <laughs> yeah, it isn't slash woohoo. Oh, no. sorry, sorry. My fault. Yeah, I get carried away. Maybe I, I should apologize. put something on slash. Slash woohoo. woo-hoo. Yeah. Slash woohoo. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of another Staggering Stories podcast. The next one is our special festive podcast. Ooh, festivals. Mm, lots of festive fun and frivolity. And, and frolics. And frolics. And drinks. Ooh, frolicking, huh? And drinks. Mm. Charades. Charades, yes. Oh, we're playing ah. charades on a podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> go my wrong. God. Yeah. Christmas crackers. Yep. Bad jokes. <laughs> Do we know any other kind? Yes. <laughs> I, have, I have a bad joke to warm us up. Oh, oh God. What's the first sign of madness? I Sex don't know. Coming What's up the bath? The... Yes. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, until our festive podcast, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. I'm still in a funny mood. Goodbye. Get away from her, you bitch! Sigourney Weaver says it's so much better. I know, it doesn't You quite should have gone with Carl. I should have done, yeah. I'll do that next time. Okay. I can do it now. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>
That is the end of BBC Broadcast for today. The real Keith had just deflated. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, Number 34, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, and the real Keith Dunn. Music expressed here as a speaker, and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the side. The copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is an old president, a production for www.staggeringstories.net. Is it really December already? There's a tea bag in my cup. Oh, then I forgot to take it out. <laughs> <laughs> tea bag in your cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't keep it quiet. Over the world, we want one. Oh, <laughs> that's it. That tea that gets eyes. up and barks. <laughs> I still can't get into the Christmas mood. No, I know. No. I'm going to have to watch Love Actually. That's bound to get me in the Christmas mood. But then I'll cry, and you know, the Great Escape. It's a rubbish film. <laughs> it's Christmassy though. It's more Boxing Day, I suppose. Sound of music. Miles are alive. Why? Can I have my Mars bar back? No, if you threw it, you lose it. Okay.